A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Peter said, rulers of the people and elders, if you are questioning us today about an act of kindness to a cripple and asking us how he was healed, then I am glad to tell you all and would indeed be glad to tell the whole people of Israel that it was by the name of Jesus Christ Nazarene, the one you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by this name and by no other that this man is able to stand up perfectly healthy here in your presence today. This is the stone rejected by you, the builders, but which has proved to be the keystone. For all the names in the world given to men, this is the only one by which we can be saved. The word of the Lord. from the first letter of St. John. Think of the love that the Father has lavished on us by letting us be called God's children, and that is what we are. Because the world refused to acknowledge him, therefore it does not acknowledge us. My dear people, we are already the children of God, but what we are to be in the future has not yet been revealed. All we know is that when it is revealed, we shall be like him because we shall see him as he really is.
The word of the Lord. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd is one who lays down his life for his sheep. The hired man, since he is not the shepherd and the sheep do not belong to him, abandons the sheep and runs away as soon as he sees a wolf coming, and then the wolf attacks and scatters the sheep. This is because he is only a hired man and has no concern for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for my sheep. And there are other sheep I have that are not of this fold, and these I have to lead as well. They too will listen to my voice. 
there will be only one flock and one shepherd. The Father loves me because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me. I lay it down of my own free will, and as it is in my power to lay it down, so it is in my power to take it up again. And this is the command I have been given by my Father. The Gospel of the Lord. The idea of being a sheep under a shepherd is not at all popular today. Modern secularism proclaims a counter-gospel by which we are our own men, quite capable of making up our own minds and not needing anybody else to help us, least of all the church, the clergy, or God himself. And this cult of individualism is in fact a new recipe for trouble and unhappiness. You and I are made to be with others, to serve others, and to be served by them. It is part of God's plan that we are a community, in fact a succession of communities, and the Lord is there to oversee us if we will allow. For our eternal shepherd respects our humility, it is popular today to think that we can and should go it alone. We are our own men, you hear it said, our own women, of course. At the same time, we are never meant to try and go it alone, and strictly speaking, it cannot be done. Even if, in our prime, we feel self-confident and think that self-determination is the proper approach, life, alas, to say nothing of other people, begins to suggest that things may very well be otherwise. In this situation, you and I, with a faith, believing that we indeed have a divine and loving shepherd, must allow ourselves to be led and guided by him in all the trials that come our way, and none of us escape. But not just in trials, but in the good times as well. We allow the Lord to lead us and to rejoice in his blessings for us. One of the great problems which we face today is the impression which perhaps most of the population have that God doesn't really care very much about them because they're not perhaps very good people, perhaps they don't pray, and they only believe rather half-heartedly. But the Lord loves, and he is love, and the second reading from St. John invites us to remind ourselves and others that God actually cares about us. He's concerned. He's interested. He loves each one of you here. He knows each one of you here. He knows what you are going through. He knows your hopes, your sorrows, your difficulties, your relationships which need repairing, perhaps inner anxieties, everything he is aware of, and he wants you to hand them over to him this day. Now, being aware of God's love for you enables you to be truly Christian. 
if we think we're simply serving a term in an army, as it were, where the general doesn't know much about us and doesn't care, <coughs> we make it almost impossible for ourselves to be true heralds of Christ to the world. As soon as we know, it's the same with human relationships, that we are loved and cared about, life becomes completely different and we wish to share this love with others. In the case of the Good Shepherd, the more we share with others, the more of his love we ourselves possess, a sort of inverted economy by which God extends himself, his love, his reign, into other hearts through us. And so today is an invitation to be, as it were, the emissary, the Christ to others. You remember the famous expression of the early church, Christianus alter Christus, the Christian man or woman, is another Christ. And other people who encounter you must at the same time have an awareness of Christ. They may not be worthy of it, they may not like you very much, but nonetheless Christ is there to reach out and help them. And so this noble vocation which comes on Good Shepherd Sunday is rightly seen as part of a day of prayer for vocations. Each of you, in virtue of your baptism, have a priestly robe to fulfill by which you bring Christ to the world and the world to Christ. And it is therefore important that you be people of a gladsome mind, a joyful and peaceful heart, wherein dwells the Holy Spirit. And through you, others will come to know the Lord, perhaps persons who would never otherwise come to know the Lord except through you. So thank God this day for your calling and say to the Lord in the words of the, the prophet, Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.
sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept sacrifice at your hands, the praise and glory of his name, for our goodness before his holy church. Grant we pray, O Lord, that we may always find delight in these pastoral mysteries, so that the renewal constantly at work within us may be the cause of our unending joy. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. For with the old order destroyed, a universe cast down is renewed and integrity of life is restored to us in Christ. Therefore, overcome with possible joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts, 
sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread. And giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the blessed Lord until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we, who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. 
may he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with Saint Mark and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis our Pope and Deacon our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned here before you. In your compassion and merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Sage's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope of the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I lead you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, we live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Amen. Mm-hmm.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. The body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Look upon your flock, kind shepherd, 
and be pleased to settle in eternal pastures the sheep you have redeemed by the precious blood of your Son, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord.